I'm Hattie, and welcome to this extra special episode of Hattie Talks. So far this series, I've been talking about inspirational women, but today I'm speaking with an inspirational woman. I'm here today with Vanessa Vallely, who was awarded an OBE for services to women and the economy, but I'll pass on to her now so she can tell you a bit more about herself. So, uh, can you tell the Hattie Talks listeners a bit more about yourself? So my name's Vanessa Vallely. I am founder of a website called wearethecity.com, which I built 13 years ago to help women to access resources that can help them in their careers. So not just women, young girls coming out of university, just to help them to build their networks, to read stories about other women that have succeeded in a multitude of professions, but to also feel inspired and motivated. Prior to that, I worked in the city for 25 years. I held a number of senior positions Um, I've worked in most countries Um, but before that started I actually left school at 16 so I didn't go to college and I didn't go to university because my situation was such that I needed to go to work um, which in again was a was kind of I felt like I missed out a little bit on the education side so I went back to business school um, after I'd had both my children who are now 18 and 21 to finish my corporate education because I felt it was something that I never got to do that I needed to finish um, so that's me so I live at home I say both my kids are at university um, I have three dogs I have a hobby um, which involves flower arranging and, and floral displays and flower walls um, that I picked up during lockdown to kind of help me manage my own mental health I really enjoyed doing it yeah sounds great um, so what are you most proud of having achieved? I think I was most proud of having achieved, you know, my career climb. It wasn't always easy because my background was quite different from everyone else. My accent was quite different than everyone else. I didn't have a great academic record. So I think I had to push a little bit harder. Um, and, you know, one of the things my mum always told me is, is you can be anything you want to be if you have passion, drive and determination. And sometimes the odds were a little bit stacked against me, like there were some of the other girls that was around me for various reasons, but we had that passion and drive. I think we had a point to prove. So I think the proudest thing was overcoming my own, um, something what we call the imposter syndrome, where you question yourself and you question your ability. So overcoming my own kind of internal voices to say, actually, I can do this and sometimes the road's going to be a little bit rocky but I'm going to prove to everyone that I can do it so I think that was the biggest the biggest thing I mean there's been other little things like so for example a couple of years ago I received an OBE from the Queen which is the Queen's Honours so uh, the Queen every year twice a year she awards people for their work in particular areas of business or particular things in the community and I got an OBE for my services to women in the economy. And that really was a, a lovely platform for me to do more, but validation for my work. But it was so special to be able to take my mum and dad to Buckingham Palace and say, see, you know, we did good. So I think, you know, that, that's got to be up there on the, on the definite, um, you know, things, that, things I'm very proud of. My kids were proud of me. They got to go to Buckingham Palace, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are some definitely amazing achievements you mentioned your mum a few times then is she your biggest inspiration or someone else who are your biggest inspirations so my mum my mum is is definitely an inspiration to me she brought me up on her own she you know she always kind of believed in me she's a very very strong woman but my actual biggest inspiration is my daughter 
So my 20 year old daughter has multiple sclerosis and she found out when she was 18. Um, she had a number of funny things that were going on. Anyway, to cut a very long story short, a number of tests revealed that she had MS. We'd never heard of it. We didn't know what it was in the family. Um, and sometimes it's not this debilitating, like people hear MS and they think, oh, automatically it's, it's a disease for old people, you know, and she'd be in a wheelchair. It actually affects a lot of young women. Um, but she found out she had MS just before she was doing her A-levels and she went on to kind of, you know, smash her A-levels. She went on to go to university and she now campaigns to raise awareness of MS to young girls for her Instagram account called Not My MS. So even just a couple of days ago, she was in hospital. Um, you know, she had another kind of MS flare up. And she manages that all on her own and she's only 20 years old and I think you know it's it's a horrible disease for anyone to manage at any age but she really is an inspiration to me because despite you know the it's an invisible illness if you look at her she looks magnificent and marvellous yet her body's doing funny things so the fact that she's gone on to university and she doesn't let her disease stop her but also the fact that she's raising awareness for other people that may know someone with MS or for a young girl that gets diagnosed and doesn't quite know what that means so yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud of her every day. I'm proud. Of, I can't not mention the other daughter. I'm excessively proud of the other daughter. She does a lot of stuff for charity as well, and kind of you know raises money for her sister. But yeah, it's a natural thing for a parent to say their children. But I do think you know, my mine, mine are very special. <laughs> Both your daughters sound amazing and definitely inspirational. And as you mentioned, you do have daughters. What advice would you give to your 15 year old self? I would definitely tell myself that you know, not, not to be too hard on myself. I think even at my age, I mean, we didn't have the things that you guys have around social media, you know, the things that you see on there, which is not real life, that sometimes when you're a young person, you feel you need to conform to. Um, I think even when I was younger, there was an element of peer pressure. It was just different to what you guys see today in terms of the clothes you should wear or your body size or, or stuff like that. And and sometimes you try so hard to be this perfect person. And, and as you get older, you realise that that's not what is important in life. It's the person you are and the good that you give out and the help that you give to other people. It's the time of your family. You know, it's having true friends. That's that's what it's all about. So if I could go back to when I was 15, I'd be say to myself, do not be so hard on yourself. You know, you're an incredible young lady and you're going to be capable of wonderful things. Because um, at the time at 15, my life was very, very different. And I probably would have believed myself then. Um, anyway. <laughs> definitely good advice. Definitely good advice that myself and my friends who are also 15 could definitely use <laughs> you've spoken a lot about what you've done for women and the economy and things like that I mean you want an OBE um what are the battles you believe still need fighting well believe it or not if you look at the world economic forum you know you get various different numbers out there but they're all really scary like it would take 100 years or 200 years to achieve gender parity you know mm. so gender parity meaning that we earn you know equal to men that we're given the same opportunities that women are economically empowered not just you know in the UK but all over the world so when you look at how far we've got to come as women and I would like to think within it will still be within your generation and that's what's so sad because like I look at my children I'd like to think the battles that I face and you know the things that I'm doing and a lot of other women that I hang out with to make the world a different place for you guys you still won't see that within your lifetime so it's so important for us to to make 
your generation aware that there is still a battle to be fought. And this isn't about disempowering men and empowering women. This is just about equal opportunities for all of us so that we all get to sit at the table, so that all of our voices are heard, so that we all get access to financial education, um, health, you know, as well. There are so many different things whereby women are still on the back foot. So I think we're still paying a price for that. So I would encourage all of you to, you know, and I'm not asking you to go off and chain yourself to railings, but just to be aware of some of the things that women are still fighting for in the world, you know, so that when you go into the workplace, you can take the batons from us and just call out some of that stuff, you know, and hopefully continue that to change it so that, and again, this probably sounds really scary, but if you double your rage, you know, in terms of if you choose to have children, that your young daughters won't still be facing the barriers that we will face today. It's definitely a good call to arms. It's a good, good thing to keep fighting for, certainly. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. You're more than welcome. Thank you. A big, big thank you to Vanessa Valley for speaking with me. And thank you for listening to Hattie Talks. I hope you enjoyed it and found it informative. This podcast has a new episode published every Sunday, so keep an eye out. Have a great week. Thank you.